Hello, Tile friends. Welcome back to another episode of Tile Money Podcast. This is the only podcast where we are dedicated solely to the business of being a tile contractor. My name is Luke Miller, your host. I'm a licensed tile contractor in the state of California, and I am dedicated to helping tile contractors everywhere grow profitable, sustainable businesses. I want to help you succeed. I want to help your businesses grow, uh, build it, do something good, and really be good for yourself, your families, the communities you live and work in, and the tile industry at large. We want to keep this thing going. I've got a, a, a good guest today. I've got Doug, the electrician from the Modern Electrician Podcast. I'm really excited about this episode. It was an idea I had a while back. You know, um, my brother-in-law is an electrician. I've helped him on some jobs. And I thought, you know, what is this, the mindset difference between an electrician and a tile contractor? So I reached out to Doug. I've been following him on Instagram. You really got to check him out. He's got some great stuff. He's got a great podcast. He's really uh, interested in, in, uh, in pushing forth and educating the trades. Hey, Dave, good to see you, man. He's really interested in positivity and helping the trades grow. And he's got a great community going. And, um, you know, he's an entrepreneur. He recently started a business in 2020. So that's going to be interesting to talk to him about that, some of the challenges he's had. And uh, before we bring him on, I, I do want to take a minute to thank my sponsors. I want to thank the NTCA, the National Tile Contractors Association. They're, they're interested in what I am interested in. That is helping tile contractors everywhere, as well as Ladecree International. Uh, I want to thank Ladecree for sponsoring this and, and making this possible. So let's bring Doug in here. Hey, Doug. Hey, what's up, Luke? Not much, man. Thanks for being with me. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So this is a little bit uh, different, you know, episode where, you know, I brought a I brought an electrician in here. I talked to a lot of tile setters yeah. and I talked to some general contractors and, and remodelers and stuff like that. But uh, I'm excited to talk to you. Let let everybody know where you're at in the world and, and kind of your background in the trades and stuff like that. What's your all sure, about? Sure, man. Yeah, that's a long, uh, long story. Uh, where <laughs> I'm at, where I'm at. You mentioned that I started a business in 2020. Best year to start a business, I think, on record. Yeah. Um, just smooth sailing all the way. Um, actually, it's been really good, surprisingly, as okay. I think a lot of people in the trades understand. I mean, we've been just as busy as. Uh, we've we've ever been if not more it's been a crazy season uh so luckily the the trades at least up until this point have seen uh at least where i'm at we're we're on the east coast we're in um the dc baltimore suburbs mm. um mm -hmm. so man rocking and rolling business is doing good um i actually came to the trades later in my life i'm not uh you know didn't start in the trades as a young man i was in the military when i was younger uh, got into stand-up comedy, performed as a professional stand-up for years, got into farming, because uh, that's the natural, normal trajectory of a yeah. person's life. Uh, <laughs> no. Started farming. Yeah, yeah you know. Listening got to your into, podcast, you've done a bunch of stuff. Yeah, you know. Um, so, yeah, just followed my my passions every step of the way. And, and the funny thing is, is like, no matter what you do, um, I think that it all kind of is the same thing underneath it it's it's a wanting a yearning a willingness um or a hunger to unravel something and figure it out from the inside out whatever that thing is and so um while i you know have only been in the trades for six years at this point um i feel like everything that i've done up until that point in my life has completely prepared me um to handle just anything that pops up you know yeah yeah for yeah. sure 
well, it, it gives you different sets of skills, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And skills that you don't, you don't know you're going to need, mm-hmm. you know, skills that you, I think if you step into the trades, you're obviously initially thinking about the hard skills right. in the tile industry, you're, t- you know, cutting tile, laying tile, thinking about the way that it, you know, h- how to lay a, out a design and, and, and bring an idea together. Those are all the hard skills that you would initially think that in the trades you're going to acquire. Um, but man, there's so much more like just positive attitude. Mm. That's a skill. Yeah. You know, that's a practice. Yeah. And you know, it, it takes uh, getting your butt kicked and, and getting back up a lot to, you know, to develop that sort of thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you've been, you've been an electrician for how long? Six years. Six years. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you've already, you're at the point where you're starting a business and, right. and did I hear you say you had a partner? In, in- I do. Yeah. yeah. That's not, that's so as a, I'm a journeyman electrician. I'm not a master electrician, but I partnered with the master electrician and we together started a company. Mm-hmm. Um, so bringing in my skill sets from my lifetime of, uh, entrepreneurship, uh, that's my lane in the organization brand awareness media marketing. Obviously, I'm an electrician as well. So everything that uh, coincides with that. But my partner is a a really talented uh, master electrician. So he sets the tone as far as um, operating procedures, you know, standards and practices, things like that. And we we have a really good time. All that technical stuff. And you're kind of technical stuff. You're running the marketing and some more of the the office stuff. I can, am I assuming? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah, it's fun. Well, good for you, man. I, I really wish you the best. Um, Thanks, man. Likewise. But, you know, the important, thank you. The The important thing about a partnership, I think, is finding two people that have different skill sets. Yeah. So it sounds like yeah. you're on the right road there. Yeah, I think so. And and I think that having partnerships are challenging no matter what. I mean, even, you know, marriages, having a dog has okay. its challenges. Um, but you have to both want the 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 entity to succeed and you have to both want the other person to be successful. Like, I think it's important to like, when you think about your partner, when you view your partner, like I want my partner to be as successful as possible. I want to showcase his talents and, um, his, his successes are mine. His, his struggles are mine. And and I think that's, you know, I don't know. I think I've, I've heard a lot of folks say, you know, if you're going to, there's, you know, partnering is not for everybody. Partnering is hard, whatever. And it, and it has that just like anything. Yeah. But I would argue that doing your own thing is, is has its set of challenges where you don't get, you don't get that rest that you might get if you've got a partner that, you know, yeah. you can divide and conquer, you know, what, what, uh, is this your first business partner? Cause I know you had other businesses. Yeah. This is my first like official business partner aside from I, my wife, if you would consider her something like that. Yeah, you should if she's working. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, a financially, uh, governmentally tied human being, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, how about you in, in your organization, your business? Is it just you? Yeah, it's just me. Um, in oh. fact, you know, um, I, I don't install tile anymore. So it's okay. been uh, almost, I just celebrated one year off the tools, um, actually. Right. And I'm just doing the podcast, honestly. Awesome. And a few other things that kind of come with the podcast. So I'm building up more of a digital business here um, and helping tile contractors with their businesses. Uh, it, I just felt, I felt so passionate about it. And I had some great people, you know, supporting me behind it with like the NTCA yeah. and Latacrete, and they want to help me out with my endeavors. So um, yeah, it's, it's been a great community. It's been a great effort. So awesome. I'm enjoying it. Thank awesome. You. I'm happy to hear it. And I, and I hope the best for you as well, man. Yeah. I appreciate that, Doug. Yeah. So you know, the real reason I had you on today was, uh, 
last summer I was in Northern California and I, I worked for like two weeks with my brother-in-law who's a, who's an, uh, a master electrician, mm -hmm. uh, licensed, you know, has his own business. And I was working with him and he was paying me like 50 bucks an hour. Just, just and I'm not an electrician. I mean, I've done a few things here and there, but I'm not an electrician. So he was paying me good money. And he said, you know, the, the, the problem is up here where we were, we were up in the woods and stuff. He's like, I can't find help. I've got all this work. He had some government work. It was paying really well. Yeah. And he was telling me on our drives to and from work and on lunch and stuff, he would tell me about the way he sets his business up and, and the way he uh, kind of partners or get certified or qualified or whatever the wording is to use some of these higher end pro products that they don't sell in the box stores or whatever. Okay. All right. Because obviously you can, you can wire a house and build a house from the box store, right? You can. But then there's these other products that you have to kind of almost like go through their training and, and get certified or, sure. or qualified to wholesale the products. And so he was selling these like outlets for like $800 um, yeah. with the package. And, and there was like upgrades and stuff. And he was charging a lot and, and, and raising his uh, and making money on the material and then yeah. making good money on the uh, on the install and stuff. And I just thought, man, yeah. that's so great. And I don't really see that a ton in the tile industry sure. and the mindset just seems to be a little bit different. So I just you know, I'm focused on the business. I just wanted to talk to you and say, you know, what were things like coming up in the last six years for you? Yeah. I, I mean, you know, and how, you know, do, were you groomed differently or, you know, can you, can you speak to any of that? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I, you know, it's different for everybody, every, you know, whether you're an electrician or in the tile trade, whatever you're doing, mm -hmm. you know, everybody has a, there are a lot of different ways to go from point A to point B. Um, mine was, I, you know, I, got into the trades and was 35. Mm -hmm. So I already was old. I was already an old man. Uh, right. and so, but I, so I knew just like everything else I've ever done, I knew that I needed to learn as much as I could, as fast as I could. Yeah. And, and as you know, I, I like to be challenged and, and inundated with challenges in order to like rise to it and learn and mm -hmm. develop. And, uh, I think that when, when you put things on your shoulders, um, and you set goals like that, you have to do them. And so you achieve things because you hold yeah. yourself on fire. Um, so I, I, uh, joined, uh, became employed by a local electrical contractor in my town that everybody was, uh, telling me about, you know, as soon as I mentioned that I wanted to be an electrician, everybody's like Rick Jones, you should go to Rick Jones. And, and, uh, so I worked for my friend, Rick Jones, who is an excellent electrician in town. Um, and I just learned the old fashioned way which was uh, day one, you know, here, here are my tools. Mm. Here's what I want you to do. Uh, and then little by little bought my own tools and, and got going, but got going quickly. Yeah. And in that setting, the best part about it is that, and, and the thing, and the only reason I was able to make that switch into the electrical trade from what, what else I was doing was that the company was so small. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, he needed help in a lot of ways, not just, you know, twisting screwdrivers, putting in devices and things like that. He needed that, but also, you know, you name it, uh, thinking about ideas for marketing concepts, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I saw avenues there and put myself in other positions to learn things that I know, you know, I knew I wanted to start a business for sure. And so I wanted to give myself, hold myself to the fire for everything that I could possibly learn, whether it's scheduling client communications, what are you doing? You know, I just constantly was asking questions. And if there was an opportunity to put myself in a position, I did. Yeah. Um, but I've been doing that since I was a, a kid anyway. 
Um, yeah. That's just how I've done everything. This is a, well, that's great. Uh, this is a great point that you made though, for anybody listening um, to this, especially if you're younger and you have, you, you know, you're still employed, or, you know, or you want to be employed by a contractor, you want to learn the tile trade or, or whatever, make sure you choose your employer wisely. Yeah. Because if you notice, Doug said, like he, he chose a certain uh, company because they had a reputation of, of being a good contractor, right? Right. Yeah. And it was small enough so that I knew that I would be in a situation like I'm, I wasn't working for a massive company that I was just another person to dig holes. You know, I, I worked for an, I've worked for other electrical companies and I've worked for one that focused specifically on installing generators mm-hmm. and they would have new people that would come in and say, Hey, I want to learn. I want to learn this trade. Yeah. And they just saw them as well. What we really need is somebody to dig this hole and don't right. get me wrong. You got to dig holes, man. You got to start. Uh, yeah, you got to dig holes for sure. But there wasn't that. There wasn't that balance between this guy digging a hole every day and then also getting positive feedback, getting to learn some electric. You know, you have to have some sort of carrot in front of you. Otherwise, you're just like, why? Mm-hmm. I, I want to be an electrician. I don't want to just dig holes for the rest of my life. Right. Um, you know what I mean? So I, you know, you see that too. So it is. You're right. It's important to know. You, get, you know, I, I think when you're starting, it's hard to know where to start, um, but it depends on your personality. I mean, some people really thrive better in, in bigger settings, um, too. So it's all it's all up to the person. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Did you yeah. have the intention of going out on? Did you know you were going to be a business owner? For sure. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've uh, so like as a stand up comic in my 20s, you're you know, you're a sole proprietor, you're, you're managing your schedule, you're doing media marketing, you're developing your content, you're, you're executing, you know, uh, relationships with your clients or your, you know, people yeah. that, that Bali, whatever the case may be. So I did that for a long time and, um, did some other stuff, kind of, uh, businesses that I kind of found my way into. So I always knew I I'm a big fan of, of autonomy. I talk about it all the time. Mm. And I, and I think the trades are a wonderful outlet for that. I mean, if you, any skill set, if you can spend your time and then at the end of that time, you have a tangible thing that is yours right? and you can, you can shift it and manipulate it and make it into something uniquely you, you sell that, just sell what you know, and you have an honest product that people want. Um, that gets me way excited. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So you're excited yeah, about it. You understand yeah. what it is. Um, and I think that's an important point too. Like you knew you kind of wanted to go out on your own. So you kind of right. picked somebody that you were going to be working with, a master electrician, and, and we're squeezing all the knowledge out of him as much yeah, as you right. could, right? right? And even still, when I partnered with my partner, Josh, right now, um, when I was thinking about, like, you know, got my journeyman's license and was toying with the idea of, what you know, I, I'm chomping at the bit. I, I want to ideally where, where my heart is with business is I love culture. Like I want to be a part of creating a culture mm-hmm. and that culture is just a place where you want to go to work every day. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to, I want to invent a place where it is, we work hard, we do great work and we have fun the whole time. Right. Um, and there, there are challenges, but you, you know, you, you learn from them. And, and so that was at the heart of it the, the whole time, you know? Yeah. Interesting. And would you say there's like a stigma for, I mean, did that, did did that electrician that taught you like have any issues with you getting your license and going out on your own or? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, once I got my license and I decided to go out on my own, the electrician that originally taught me had some things to say. Yeah. Um, but that's as far as I'll go with that. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Well, I've yeah, and I've heard, you know, I, I mean, it is it, it is, you know, kind of a, an interesting dilemma, right? Um, you know, something that happens a lot in the trades, uh, you know, unfortunately, something that happens with Tyler's uh, and different trades, I imagine, mm -hmm. is guys will go out way too early, you know, way before right. their apprenticeship was done, which right. kind of leads me back to, you know, you said you're you kind of have these these names for where you're at. Um, you said mm. you're a journeyman, but not a, mm -hmm. not a master, not a master. Right. And, I'll be eligible within about a year to sit for my master's. Okay. And what do you do? Yeah. Take a test at that point or mm -hmm. you yeah. do? Yeah. Yeah. The state of Maryland is, I mean, every, every jurisdiction, every state has different rules, uh, for what that means, what that looks like. Um, so in the state of Maryland, uh, want to say it's 14,000 hours, 12 or 14,000 hours, one of the two. Mm. Um, and yeah, and then you take a, a written exam. So would you say, so this is pretty well known. I mean, among electricians, even the general public, like you got to be licensed to do it. Yep. You've got to, you know, and, and this journeyman thing and Tyler's have that as well, especially, um, larger companies, uh, union shops, you know, they have right. the apprentice, um, and then you work your way up to a journeyman. I don't know all the names. I was never in the union. Um, sure. for the rest of us, it's kind of a hit or miss type situation. And for the yeah. majority of folks out there, it's just like, you're a helper until we say you're a setter and, right. you know, and then as, as you like 10 years in, you realize like, Oh wow, I'm still learning things. <laughs> like they're always, Dude, you're there's always, always something to learn. Yeah. Always learning things every damn day. Yeah. Every day you do something that you're like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. just, there's so much to it. Like not only that's why I wanted to start a business soon too, because like there's so much to learn as an electrician and there's so much to learn about, a, about running a business. It's, there's so much. And so it'll make your head spin. Yeah. Um, but, but the sooner I think I can, I can put myself in those, those avenues, the, the easier, quicker, you know, better I'll be able to learn. Mm. Yeah. So it's probably safe to say like throughout the States, most of these journeymen and master, um, electrician, you know, um, qualifications and tests are similar? I think so. You know, they're based off the national electrical code. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's different everywhere you go. Uh, who, whatever the jurisdiction is, they're testing, uh, for what they believe is essential. But I think that sitting for your master's, um, it, it has similarities across the board. They're going to want to, I, I know with the journeyman's, it was, um, you know, they wanted to get into theory. They wanted to get into calculations. Um, and it was really, it really based around those two things. I mean, it was a lot of, uh, a lot of understanding theory. And then, uh, you know, they would, add, you know, you got into questions about space and size and it, a lot of code questions. It was really just kind of a, um, a scavenger hunt through the code book, mm. you know, which is really challenging. I don't know what the, what is it in the tile world? Is there some, some form of well, <laughs> uh, regulatory book that you guys have to follow or something? Well, that's, that's kind of why I bring it up. I mean, we do have, um, we do have a couple books okay. that are, you know, pretty thick. Yeah. This is put out by the TCNA. It's the handbook for ceramic, you know, glass tile stone installation. Okay. And then the NTCA puts out a reference manual every year or every other year. And this kind of, these are kind of our Bibles. Um, but state to state, I would say like 
there's only like, I think three or four states that actually require a specialty license for installing tile. Okay. California was one of those and they did, they do, it's a state license. So they make you take a, a, um, a trade, a trade test. So you know what you're doing, you know, with, with everything, the systems. And then they do also have a business test. Do they have a business test or anything education with electrical? Masters. Maybe they do. Maybe that that exists somewhere. I'm sure it does. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't take a business. I'm, I'm in the middle of my business test as we speak oh, on you a are. daily basis. No, just as on a daily basis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the midst of my business education. Right, right. Just, yeah, yeah school Sink of hard or knocks. Swim. Yeah. yeah. What, within the tiling communities online, is is there any, like, do they talk about these tests? Is there, like, any sort of, like, for sure. Anger about them or anything? Or, I mean, are they happy um, to be, are, are people happy that you have to have a license to be an electrician? I mean, oh, yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think that in, within the, the electrician community, it's really um, emphasized, you know, learning from a master and, and qualifying is highly emphasized. And you'll see, I think it's like this across the board in the trades. There are a there's a large pool of folks who have been doing it for a really long time, mm -hmm. but haven't gone through the steps to get the licenses. Mm -hmm. um, and then there are those who come through, get the licenses and move forward. Um, and, you know, you just give yourself more liberty and opportunity if you if you just take the, t you know, not only that, but you're, you're really challenging yourself. You know, you're, you're making yourself vulnerable and you're saying, hey, like, especially if you're doing it online mm -hmm. and you're saying, Hey, I'm about to take this test. I was so nervous to do that because I was like, man, I'm going to fail this test. And then everybody's going to be like, ah, right. nah, I failed. Um, but what I found was everybody just was so supportive, rallied around me. And that's what we do for everybody. You know, um, education is highly uh, encouraged in the electrical trade because you just see so much dangerous stuff out there by, um, you know, unqualified people it's electricity is no joke yeah yeah it's interesting you know the mindset of of the qualifications and the you know learning under a master i mean yeah you know that's really the way tiling you know used to be and we talk about okay. it a lot in our groups is like you know you used to always have to go through this certain hierarchy of right. learning and education before you were really called a master tiler or a journeyman sure. or whatever um it seems like that's kind of gone away, uh, unfortunately okay. for us. And, and that's kind of what we're struggling with is it's almost like a handyman job. I mean, I see it all the time. I mean, I was watching I a YouTube account and they were like, these builders were like doing tile and they weren't doing it well. And they're like, ha, oh, we do our tile now because tilers want too much money for this. And it's like, yeah. you're doing it wrong, first of all. And right. second of all, it's like, because you can't charge enough, it's my, it's like, then yeah, you're going to skimp out on stuff. Well, like, they, they can't charge enough because they're not good at it. Right. And the same thing happens with electrical work. It's, it, it happens does. all the time. A right. contractor will sell somebody on the idea that if you hire an electrician, you're going to pay a lot of money. Um, and then they have a carpenter or somebody who maybe knows a little bit about electrical do it. They yeah. bury junction boxes. They don't ground things properly. It's, it's so dangerous. And wow. uh, I get angry when I find it. You know, like when, when you find clearly nothing against carpenters, carpenters are great. But when they do electrical work, I, it pisses me off. Cause it's like, I'm not out here cutting trim molding. I, I know I'd screw it up. I'm not right. qualified. Like right. the reason that it's, you know, like uh, if you're good at what you do, 
you're worth the money. Yeah. And, and so to, and you know what? People learn that lesson the hard way, unfortunately, when they have to call us in and say, you know, I don't know why this is messed up and, and you have to dig through it and find, you know, right. solve the puzzle. Yeah. Then it takes more, more time. And, especially it, and with it costs buried- them more money in the long run than it would have if they hired a qualified person to do in the st- in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I will see in the tile groups, like people will hire the cheapest bid and, and, and then it fails within a couple of years, the shower, especially. Right. And then they'll go back and they'll call this, the guy and they'll be like, Oh, we want, you know, we might need you after all. And then yeah. the guy's like, okay, well now it's going to be this much. They're like, Oh, it's so expensive. You know? And he's like, well, I don't know. Like, your last job just failed within two years. And they're like, Oh, we're going to find a, a better bid. It's like, it doesn't make sense. You know, uh, you know, <laughs> Look, so- no matter how you slice it, yeah. you're always going to have people who their main focus is bottom dollar. Sure. You'll, there's a percentage of people that that's their, that's what they want. And you know what? They, they can find it all yeah, of them. The they can find it. Yeah. So those aren't, those aren't the clients that you're looking for. So, um, so what are you doing yeah. in your business to weed them out? Um, you know, well, every, every situation is different. Like for, <laughs> I had, I'm, I learned something important from a conversation I had uh, with a guy named Tom from, um, uh, service Titan. Uh, mm-hmm. that's one of the podcast episodes we're going to be launching here in two weeks. Um, he made it really simple, uh, because you will get those phone calls. I had one recently where a guy calls and I'm like, under a sink or put it under where they're going to install this oven and I'm, I'm hooking up the electrical for it phone rings and I answer it. And he goes, I'm just going to go into it. I've got, uh, I've got all the materials you'll need. And, uh, I just need you to, to come hook up this, this thing I need. What's, what's your hourly rate. Right. And I'm already smiling. Cause it's just like, so you're going to call me out of the blue. I don't know your name. You're going to tell me how I'm going to do your job. Yeah. You're going to supply materials that are going to fail because you have no idea what you and I'm going to get there and you're going to have the wrong materials or things I would never do. And then you want to beat me up over what my hours like you're not my client. So when I told him our hourly rate, he said, Jesus Christ. And I was just like, yeah, man, you know, have a great day. Yeah. Back to work. Those are, you know, and you don't always see it, but uh, that's a big red flag. Yeah. So learn, learn to catch the red flags early and then learn to catch the red flags early and and just be gracious for the people who get it. Like, you know, be gracious for the people who have a keen eye for, for expertise and attention to detail. It's the same thing as a person who, who loves really great food. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're always going to have people that are going to tell you straight face that a sheet's hot dog, uh, or whatever the gas station is where you live is, is good. You know, it's like, Yeah. Everything I do, I love experiencing somebody who has passion and people will pay for that because they know you love, you want somebody to come into your house. The work that you, that we do, you, Mm. the work that you do, the work I do, you you come into people's homes. That is a sacred space. You don't want to just invite anybody into, you want to trust that the person is going to be clean and take your, your belongings into consideration and be respectful and communicative and, uh, and, and all of that stuff is a skill. Mm. And so when people bust your balls about it, it's, it, they'll be the same people who make good money. Yeah. And it's like, well, so you, so you get to make right. what you're worth, but you don't think yeah. that I, I can put in a lifetime or whatever of, of practice on something. 
but you know, you just focus on the ones who get it and want that. Yeah. 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 yeah Steve Dale said, you know, by, by hiring the, the proper trade, electrician, plumber, et cetera, we're protecting the trades, but also making sure that the jobs are done correctly right. and the clients are getting the most value. So I think this is a great comment, Steve, like, you know, and I, I think we've all been guilty of it before. Like, oh, I'll just paint this bathroom or I'll just, you know, it's just a small outlet. We're going to sure. move it or whatever. It's like, no, we want to kind of help each other out here. And I think yeah. that's good. Uh, this is the reason for the collision podcast here is, you know, yeah, right. um, <laughs> it's help each other out, you know, because obviously, yeah. you know, Doug's here saying, you know, electricians deal with some of the stuff that Tyler's deal with when it comes to undercutting and stuff like that. Sure. What What is the business dynamics of like one electrician in town to another? I mean, it always seems like, I mean, I've lived in a bunch of states, you know, now I'm in Florida. I used to be in California. I've been in Minnesota okay. and New York and all kinds of stuff. It seems like if I call an electrician or even a plumber, I know I'm going to pay about a hundred dollars an hour, maybe 80 to 120. Yeah. Would you say that's about right? Yeah. Give or take based on where you live, you know, some places higher, some places lower, depending on your, your, uh, geographic location. Yeah. And like you said, you can always find like a handyman to do it for 40 an hour. You sure will. Yeah. Hi kiddo. (laughs) His name's Luke. Why does he have that? Because he's talking to me right now. Oh. Okay, go on. How old is she? <laughs> Continue, I'm sorry. Oh, well, I was saying like, uh, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, so, you know, with the with the rates, the the rates you guys charge, uh, yeah. it, it, it's kind of like an unknown, like an onset thing, right? Or yeah, right. It- I think so. I think that, you know, another, another reason to work in, um, work for a multitude of people and to understand, you know, try to understand the business is to just kind of get a gauge of what, places are charging. Mm. Um, and I think that depending on who you ask, you're going to get a different answer. And so I think it's the earlier statement you made or a question you had about how do different contractors in the area, um, kind of coexist or that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't really think too much about it just because there's, there's a lack of qualified tradespeople and there is a an insane amount of human beings on this earth especially where i live in the in the dc baltimore suburban i mean you could drive an hour and a half in any direction except direct north and you're just never out of people they're everywhere and so they're just there's just so much opportunity and so i always encourage people who are looking for some purpose in their life like when I talk about autonomy, I mean it like the trades, uh, any developing a skill set. Mm. People, people need that because yeah. right now everybody's just being taught to go to college and, and get into whatever career field name, which is nothing wrong with that. But the encouragement to get into the trades as a viable business, I, I think is on the rise, but right. it's still, there's so much work. So I don't know what other people are charging. Um, you don't really uh, worry about it. I don't even think about it. Like okay. I, I just, I know what I've experienced and I, I know what the industry standards seem to be based on my experience. Mm. And, you know, we base our prices on that sort of thing and we're crazy busy. So that's awesome, man. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's perfect. That's what I encourage is not, not to kind of know, to be aware of what people are charging, yeah. but don't base your prices on that. Yeah, man. You, you know, your overhead's different. Your, you yeah. know, your lifestyle's different, et cetera. That's et cetera. right. And, and you know what? You're going to lose bids. Like people are going to say that's too high. And that's a fact. Um, 
because people have different budgets. They have yeah. most most folks that are looking for a contractor, honestly, really have no idea what that price would be. Mm. Like if you think about it, if you're you're going to hire an electrician, you you just might. I, I need to have my kitchen renovated. I need the electric done for. What's that cost? Who knows? Yeah. And so. <laughs> You know, so it's some folks are going to be like, well, that's too much. And some folks are going to be like, yeah, let's rock and roll. So it just is stick to your stick to your guns, know what your prices are, know what you're worth. And do I always, you know, my partner and I like to set it up where our prices provide us with the space and the opportunity to do the best job possible. You know, you don't want to be hindering your performance because you're trying to fly through a job because you bid it low. If, if that's what has to happen, that's what has to happen. But if you if you know that the work that you do is quality and you know that you need X amount of time to do quality work, price it at such because you don't want to get in there and do shoddy work because you cut your legs off. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's the worst feeling in the world. When it is. Like, it's rough and you're stressed out. You you know you underbid it and, and yeah. you're going over time. And, yeah. You're not making money. And yeah. so it's like, yeah, that's not – don't do that to yourself. Yeah, it's terrible. You make mistakes and sometimes you screw up or bid a job wrong or there's materials you didn't account. But, you know, that's, you know, we're all humans. We all make mistakes, especially running a small business when you're also, you know, at the same time you're bidding jobs, you're also working all day yeah. and trying to do your media marketing. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. a lot. So you're going to make mistakes for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Tell yeah. us, uh, I'm curious about your podcast, why you started your podcast, how it's going. And I know you're on like the third season and you're, you're rocking and rolling. Yeah. Podcast has been challenging because we started this business this year. Um, so I just, my time has been so limited. I'm a, I'm a family man. I love coming. The, the whole reason I go to work is because I get to right. you know afford myself time with my family. Um, but I'm also a passionate guy and I'm also really, a, I've been driven since I was a kid. I just can't, it's just in my damn DNA. Like I can't sit still right. and I don't want to, I love moving. You know, I got home from sweating all day. Yeah. Got my shoes on, went for a run. And now we're doing this podcast. Like I, you know, but um I started it because um, you know, I I was a stand-up comic for a long time. That was my first, you know, first adult real passion. Mm. And because that creative energy is in me and it needs to be out of me, or I'll just randomly start to strangle people in my sleep, I think I have to express creative energy. And so the podcast is a perfect outlet. And not only does it allow me that, um, but it also allows me to talk to people from like you from all, from all over the world. Yeah. And, you know, we'll, we'll get, typically we obviously get into trade stuff and we share war stories and we talk about things like this, but it's really getting into like, what, you, what was your path? Why do you get up in the morning early as hell and bust your ass because it feels good. And we, you know, we, I, I, I love encouraging that, that sort of like hard nosed blue collar behavior mm. because I, I find it so valuable. Like I think in our world nowadays, everybody's so damn soft and not, not everybody, but Holy moly. <laughs> um, and, uh, you're talking to a former United States Marine, Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I, yeah, I'm not. The the, I'm not even close to the toughest guy in the room, but like, <laughs> it's a different world compared to where we are right now yeah. in society. And so, I love to talk to other people who don't mind being dirty, yeah. don't mind being tired, 
don't mind climbing in crawl spaces, uh, aren't scared to play with uh, lightning. Uh, you know, yeah. it's a lot of fun to, to share those types of ideas and stories. So that's really kind of what's behind the podcast. Yeah. Big time, big time. Yeah. My grandfather was a, a Marine and so nothing but respect for what you've been through, man. Cool. That's awesome, man. When, when was your grandfather a Marine? Oh, well, I mean, it would have been like world war two. So no shit. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Okay. So long. that's hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild stuff. He, he was that like 17, stuff. I think when he. Yeah, <laughs> damn man intense times in uh in the world for sure yeah stories for days stories for days yeah i love <laughs> talking to people in the military and just going off it's fun yeah i bet yeah yeah <laughs> it's similar though it's like that demographic's not too different from people from, from trades people and in in reality a lot of folks from the military end up you know started working in the trades when they were younger went to the military and then a lot of them tend to, to gravitate toward that after the, the, the culture is similar, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You've been meeting people. I, I imagine just like me all over this, all over the world. Right. In the, in the electrical yeah. trades yeah. field and other trades. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, and, uh, you know, the, there's a lot to say about social media. Um, there's a lot I don't like about it. It's exhausting. I try not to get too involved, but you know, it is important because it, the, the amount of information that's available and, and that's easy to share is freaking mind blowing. And so I absolutely love Instagram, for example, as an opportunity to watch other electricians work mm-hmm. and see what, I mean, just picking up little tips from like, Illuminati, who's this guy in uh, in California who just does the this beautiful artistic style electrical work or or uh, pinpoint electric California based too, and he's like modern electrician to a T. Like this guy's, you know, got right. his drone flying around, taking aerial <laughs> view shots, and like people blow my mind and get me psyched up. I, I love just watching yeah. people, people's enthusiasm for, for their passion. And it just gets me going. Yeah. I think that's the best thing that's happened here, you know, in, in recent years in our lifetime it is really the social media when it's positive and it's really driven. I mean, I mean, I know myself, I was just kind of burnt out. I mean, I was just throwing showers and throwing tile and it's just like, ah, it's just for the paycheck. Right. But when you go on yeah. Instagram and you see what people are doing with tile right. And, and these this different art, you know, and they're and they're pushing each other, you know, in a good way, yeah. in a positive way, yeah. and encouraging one another. Hey, what, you know, we and not, you know, hey, look at what I did, and then oh man, I want to do that too. I want to do that, Meyer. Yeah, I want right. to I want to make my electrical look like art. You know, I mean, it's, that's it's correct. Great. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it yeah, it's super inspiring, and I think that um, I think it's pretty incredible. I mean, like what other? <laughs> it's just you can watch somebody from Australia, right? do amazing things and learn from that and, and give positive feedback and or, be like, Man, even more trip is like rush. Like I watch, I watch these Russian, you know, Tyler's and different Tyler's all, that I don't speak their language, but it's like, Whoa, what are they doing over there? Like, yeah. I don't even understand all this text, but I can look at the photos and just be inspired. It's like yeah, crazy totally. stuff. And that's beautiful because I mean, regardless of where you come from, what your background was, what language you speak, what you've got going on in your regular life, a skill is a skill. And there are people who will resonate with your experience across the world. Yeah, How cool is that? Right. I mean, 
having something in common like that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I, I really think and I'm hopeful and, you know, I, I see it. I think that's going to be the uh, savior, if you will, for the trades it yeah. is really, you know, just the Internet in general, but social yeah. media, especially. Yeah. I mean, I just love to see it. And there's more I and more every day. I do, too. And I, I think that for me, it kind of gives what you're doing uh, a little more meaning or mm -hmm. purpose, I think, because you're, you know, even if you're like a young tradesperson and you're just starting out, you're a first, second year apprentice, whatever the case may be, and you're a little nervous to post things because you're like, man, these guys are going to eat me alive. Allow yourself to be vulnerable. Yeah. Put it out there. And, and I, I guarantee you will be surprised by the amount of positive you know, pe people are, we, we are in a world where the whole idea is a master and an apprentice. So those of us who are, have learned a certain amount, those who've learned a lot more, they're, they're there and they're ready yeah. to give you, to give you the feedback you need. And if you've got to change something, you've got to change something. And if you've got, you know, you, I, I would say to anybody who's, you know, nervous about social media, cause they feel like maybe they're not ready yet. Um, you know, get out there, get, you know, get moving. It'll only make you better holding yourself accountable and, and having other people do that will make you better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, man. Well, listen, Doug, this has been a great conversation. I, I truly yeah, appreciate dude. you taking your time after work like this. Did we miss anything? Is there anything you want to say? Um, you know, I, uh, podcast, uh, season three, yeah. Modern Electrician Podcast is uh, getting ready here. I, I was doing, and I think I probably will get back to doing weeklies. Um, but with this, we're, we're eight months into the business here. I've just been slammed. And so I've got to find ways to do it more consistently. Right now, what I'm doing is I'm just recording a bunch of episodes and I'm going to start releasing them and give myself a little bit of a head start so I can Good. keep up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kicking off in a couple of weeks here. That's awesome, uh, man. I'm way excited about it. I've had some great conversations so far. I'm looking forward to, to checking it out. And okay. I know it's going to be great. If you haven't listened to Doug, uh, the Modern Electrician Podcast, everywhere podcasts are heard, wherever you hear their tile money, uh, just make sure to subscribe to these podcasts so that you can get the updates when the new ones are dropped. Oh, yeah. Coming soon. All right, Doug. Well, you enjoy your night and uh, yeah, enjoy man. your family there. Thanks, Luke. You too, man. Great to, great to talk to you. Thanks for reaching out and, and thanks for doing this. Yep, my pleasure. All right, Tile friends, have a good night. And as always, stay profitable out there. <laughs>